Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome. I'm so excited to share with you the first episode of my Coffee with Jenny B podcast. This has been such a dream, such a passion project of mine, and it's finally come to fruition. I have a question for you. Have you ever done something different every day for 60 days? Well, I have, and I want to share my journey of 60 days of 60 coffees with you. In 2019, I was turning 60 years old. My birthday is on December 31st, and I wanted to do something special, something exciting, but I didn't know what to do. I thought, do I book a trip? Do I throw a party? Is it a girl's weekend? Is it just me and my husband, you know, having champagne and, you know, or maybe celebrating with the kids? I really didn't know. I, I just, nothing just jumped out at me. And then one day, this idea just popped in my head. What about 60 days of 60 coffees? I have no idea where this idea came from. But as soon as I started thinking about it, it made perfect sense. Because after all, I love coffee. I think I've always loved coffee. I, I can't tell you the exact day that I discovered this, this magic elixir. But it just, it just seems like all my life I've been drinking coffee. And all my friends, I mean, all my friends know about my love of coffee. Anytime there's a, a coffee meme or a coffee joke or a coffee saying, um, coffee products, they send them to me because they know. And if they have questions about what type of coffee they should buy or what type of coffee shop they should go visit, they always check with me. So I'm, I'm going to call myself the self-proclaimed expert on coffee, at least in my mind. Anyway, back to the 60 days of 60 coffee journey. Now this is 2019, end of 2019. I wasn't sure that there were at least 60 coffee shops in Winnipeg. And so I started doing some research. I went on Google and typed in coffee shops, Winnipeg, and up popped a list of all these coffee shops. Now, a few of them I had been to, but many I had never visited. And so I started writing down all the coffee shops that I was interested in visiting. And being the kind of nerdy, crazy, organized person I am, 
I started listing them in areas, of course, you know, which makes sense. And so I had them all down, but then I was a little worried that I wouldn't have enough. But as it turns out, I needn't have worried because there were more than enough. So the first one on my list was Starbucks. Now, Starbucks is very important to me because I like to think that that's when I first discovered my love of coffee was at a Starbucks location. And I just love the idea of, actually, I love everything about Starbucks. Well, first of all, their main color is green and green is one of my favorite colors. And it's the kind of place that you can visit. And then, of course, this is pre-pandemic, but this is the kind of place that you can visit and sit back, relax, enjoy your cup of coffee, listen to some music, read a book, have a conversation with a girlfriend, you know, connect with people. It was perfect for a first date meeting, for going out with girlfriends, and even just going by yourself. I mean, some people are afraid to go places by themselves. Sitting in a coffee shop, listening to music, you know what? Sometimes that's just the jam that I need. Just that time by myself. And so Starbucks was one, one of the first places that I wanted to visit. And when I look at my posts that I put on Instagram, I started with sort of the basic information. It was a picture of me holding a coffee cup and standing with one of the baristas. But as the days progressed, I started adding more information. So details about the coffee shop, who the owners were, what the coffee was, what the offerings are, how long they had in business, where do they source their coffee? How do they prepare their coffee? And in some cases, um, I looked at their social media accounts. I looked at websites. I even, in some cases, looked at um, TripAdvisor reviews or reviews on Yelp and those kind of places. Because a few of the coffee shops, it was really difficult to get the information that I was looking for just from their social media accounts. And some of them didn't have a website. So I was like a coffee detective where I was looking for information. And as the journey progressed, I started writing more and more content in my social media posts. And I discovered, or I should say rediscovered my love of writing because I've been a writer all my life and I still am. But it just, it lit this spark in me and it just, it made me want more. And so I started adding more. Now I did this just for me because again, honoring and celebrating my 60th birthday. But what's interesting about my journey is that other people became interested in this journey. And so I started getting messages and likes and posts asking me, where was I going tomorrow? Because they wanted to know which coffee shop I was going to visit. Which one was my favorite? Which one didn't I like? Which one had the best this, the best that? And it was actually pretty surprising that I had all these people interested in what I was doing. I even had someone tell me, it was so funny, I had someone tell me, I really don't like coffee. I'm more of a tea drinker, but I like following your journey. And so I thought that was pretty cool. 
What was also cool is that I had people contacting me and telling me about different coffee shops that they suggested I should visit. And it's interesting because one particular place, I had no idea it existed. And that was the O Station Cafe. That is uh, on Osborne Street. So there's Confusion Corner. So for those who are not familiar with that, there's two main intersections. And it's, it's actually a very busy area. And there's a little bit of an underpass that goes under the rapid transit station just above. And to the right of it, there's this little tiny cafe, O Station Cafe. And I made it my mission that I was going to visit that on my 60 Days of 60 Coffees. It wasn't part of my original list, but because somebody had requested that I visit it, I had to go. And it was it was a charming little place. Um, they have this black chalkboard paint, I guess, uh, wallpaper would it be. And they had all kinds of different coffee cups and coffee sayings. And it was very charming. And I'm so glad that I had a chance to visit them. What I also discovered about myself and what I discovered about my journey is that there's such a diverse and rich coffee culture in Winnipeg. It's all the little micro roasters, the little coffee shops where they are artisans. They're not baristas. They are artisans who are preparing that perfect cup of coffee, that perfect latte, that perfect espresso or cappuccino. For those who want that perfect cup, who are willing to pay a few extra dollars for that perfect cup, it makes it all worthwhile. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundle, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Now, some people may think that it's crazy that you would pay 4 or $5 for a cup of coffee uh, whether it's a pour over or it's a brewed coffee, French press, cappuccino latte. But when you take into account the coffee, where it comes from, the fact that most cafes are sourcing local, whether that's local in Manitoba, because we have so many coffee roasters in Manitoba, but it's also sourcing from Canada, so Canadian roasters. It's knowing where the coffee beans are from. It's knowing the type of coffee farms, organic, how they are treating their coffee plants, how they're processing it. It's also the roasting process. It's the grind. It's, it's making sure that the grind is absolutely perfect. And it really does make a difference. I was talking with Alex. He is one of the artisans at Parlor Cafe on Main Street. And when I was talking to him about their preparation of coffee, he said, it's so important to make sure that they have the proper grind because where they are situated. So when the door opens from the outside, it lets in, it's either warm air or cool air, depending on what time of year it is. 
But he said the air makes a difference in the grind. And so they are having to manually adjust it to make sure, again, it's that perfect cup of coffee. And there's nothing more satisfying, nothing more delicious than having that first sip of coffee. Again, whether it's a latte or a cappuccino, it's taking that first sip and it sits there and it just fills your whole being with that warmth and that feeling of feeling special. It's it's hard to describe. And I look when I when I have that coffee, I look for that feeling that that sip that reminds me over and over again, why I love coffee. Now back to my 60 days, I met so many interesting people and had so many interesting conversations. Part of my journey Now, of course, I had, as I mentioned earlier, I had everything mapped out in terms of area and which day I was going to visit this coffee shop and which day I was going to do that. I remember one day I was driving downtown and I was on Ellis Avenue, one of the main thoroughfares in Winnipeg, and I was turning right. I was going to head to the um, East Kildonan area of Winnipeg and visit one of the coffee shops there. But as I turned traffic stalled because there was a a, a red light. I happened to glance over to my left and I noticed that there was a coffee shop called Gary Street Cafe. And I thought, okay, um, they weren't on my list. And so I quickly turned left down the back lane, parked my car. I went inside and had a conversation with the two owners. I think I had an Americano because they weren't offering brewed coffee. So I had an Americano. It's not my first choice. Espresso on its own or espresso with milk, espresso with water. Not a big fan, but you know what? I took it and, and I loved it. It was delicious. So that took me off the beaten path as far as my plan for visiting my list. And that's what life does sometimes is it takes you down a different path, either one by someone else's making or one that you choose to do. Because we all have options. We all have choices of what we want to do. I could have very well said, oh, that's interesting, but I'm going to continue going to East Kildonan and visiting the coffee shop that I was originally going to visit. But I made that little detour. And I felt... It was important that I do that. And so sometimes following your intuition, following the signs that are out there, and, you know, no pun intended, but coffee signs, it gives you a different perspective on what people are doing. Because some owners are very, very um, serious about the coffee business. Others are not as serious. I mean, it's still business and, you know, you still need to make sure that you are doing it, first of all, to um, make sure that you're staying in business because your customers are uh, relying on you to be in business, but also because you got into the coffee business because you love coffee. It wasn't just, oh, I think I'll just open a coffee shop. No, there's more to it. There's, There's an investment in what you're doing. And so it's important that people 
take their business seriously, but at the same time, they can have some fun with it. And sometimes they start their business for a completely different reason. And I just want to talk about Make Coffee and Stuff on Corden. The owner, Jay, he is, I want to say, instructor, professor, teaches engineering at the University of Manitoba. I think it's engineering. It could have been, it could be architecture, or maybe it's a little of both. I'm not quite sure now. I'd have to go back and, and check my notes, check my Instagram account. Anyway, I visited Make Coffee and Stuff, and I spoke to Jay, and he was preparing me Ethiopian coffee, which is one of my favorites. But he was doing it in a special way. He was using a silver filter and just the whole preparation. I think from when he ground the coffee beans to the final product, it might have been about three or four minutes. So he, he took the coffee, ground it, and then he poured it into the silver filter. It it looked it looked like a little bit like a turbine. Um, I don't remember the name, the actual name of it, but I thought it was pretty cool. And then he took this little little copper pot. Uh, it looked like a little watering can, the one that you would use to water your plants in the house. And he had hot water, and he started slowly circling and pouring the hot water on the beans, not the beans, but the ground. And he slowly would pour. And then he'd wait, and then he'd pour some more. And the whole process just slowly pouring the hot water over the coffee as it dripped into the cup. And I stood there, and I watched him do it. And I did not feel rushed in any way. Sometimes when you want that coffee, you want it now. It's like, oh, come on, brew a little faster. But there was something so mesmerizing, something so relaxing about watching him prepare this coffee with care and attention. There was no rush. There was no, um, I'm, I'm going to hurry up and make this coffee for you. Because again, it's getting that perfect cup of coffee. And when I first took the sip from that cup of coffee that he prepared for me, it was so sublime. It was just, oh, just the best. And so when you think about why you go down a different path or why you start a different business or why you get into something, it really comes down to what are you passionate about? What is so important to you that you do what you're doing? Because with Jay, one of the reasons that he opened his coffee shop and now his coffee shop is on Corden, which is just around the corner from another Starbucks coffee. So you would think, why would I want to open a coffee shop very close to a Starbucks location? But in Jay's case, he has his students display their work at his coffee shop. And the students are allowed to come in and have coffee and do their work or homework or whatever they do, whatever they need to do. And Jay will let them have a free cup of coffee. But then next time he wants them to pay it forward. And he does this because for him, it's a labor of love. And it's not about the money. 
although it, you know it, it's it's important that you don't go out of business but when you're doing something out of love when you're doing something out of passion when you're doing something not for money it gives you that sense of purpose it gives you that sense that there's more to life than just money because you're making a difference you're making a difference in someone's life and for me making a difference is one of my core values because in everything that I do, or at least everything I try to do, because we're not perfect, seeing the responses that I was getting from, first of all, people who were following me on Instagram, from my friends who were very interested in what I was doing, and even my husband, he he was very supportive of what I was doing. I don't think he quite gets what I do sometimes, but he loves me and supports me and you know, champions me in, in whatever I'm doing. I remember him saying to me when I started this journey, he says, oh, you know, you should ask for a free cup of coffee because after all, you're promoting them and you're writing about them. But again, I, I said, no, I never asked for a free cup of coffee. If they offered it to me, I would take it gladly and gratefully and enjoy it. But I never asked because that wasn't the purpose of what I was doing. Remember, this was my 60th birthday present to me, my 60 days of 60 coffee. I just, you know, I even think about it now in every single place that I went to. Now, again, this was over November and December, ending on December 31st. Christmas Day, I thought, oh boy. I said, most places are closed on Christmas Day. And I, I started doing some research about what was open. And I found a restaurant on Notre Dame Avenue. It's called Altonur. They are open on Christmas. So during the day, I stopped by and I explained what I was doing. And the owner, and I'm sorry, I forget his name, but he was just so charming. And he was the only one there. There was nobody else because Christmas Day, everybody's at home and, you know, with their families. And he said that they were uh, expecting some people to come later on in the afternoon. But he brought me a Turkish coffee. It was rich and thick and absolutely delicious. I had never had Turkish coffee before in my life. I had read about it, heard that, you know, it's thick enough that you can stand a spoon in it. I didn't try that trick, but... It was very rich. I love dark roast. I'm, I just, I'm such a fan of dark roast. The darker, the better. However, I draw the line at French roast. I, there's, there's just something about French roast I just don't like. I can't even put my finger on it, just that it's not my favorite. I have a girlfriend, Lisa, that I used to work with, and that was her all-time favorite. She loved French roast. I guess we all have our favorites, but... That certainly wasn't mine. But Turkish coffee, yes, I, I really enjoyed that. I had people ask me, well, does it matter if you visit a different place every day? Like, couldn't you skip a day? Like, is it, is it really that important? And I said, yes, it, it's, a, it's a journey. It's a, if you think about when people go on a pilgrimage, for instance, or they want to quit smoking or they want to make a difference in some way or they're they're on some sort of um, a mission to do something. They are determined that they are going to, to finish it. 
because it's something that is important. And when something is that important to you, you will find the willpower, you will find the determination, you will find the stamina, the tenacity, whatever it is that you need, the energy, whatever you need to keep you going. And I kept going. The more I did it, the more I learned also more about myself in the process. Because I thought I knew a lot about coffee. But as it turns out, I knew a lot about a little, <laughs> not, not actually everything. After my 60 days of 60 coffees journey was done, I had this idea that I was going to go on a, a rural coffee trip. But of course, the pandemic hit and everything shut down. So my plans were put on hold, not knowing how long this pandemic was going to last. But what my experience gave me was the idea that I wanted to share more about my experience. And the best way to do that is to create a podcast. And so I came up with the idea of Coffee with Jenny B, the idea of connecting with others over coffee, about celebrating and exploring the coffee culture. So I registered the name. I created a, a, a Gmail account for it. I bought my microphone and then nothing until 2021. It was, I believe, in March where I thought, if I don't do something about it now, it's never going to happen and the universe, again, talking about the universe giving you signs, I met some wonderful women who inspired me to continue on this journey. So I inspire you to come along with me on my journey of Coffee with Jenny B as I share more about my love of coffee, my joys, and wanting to connect with you. Until next time, enjoy your coffee. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. It's said that the more time you have to invest, the greater the return. Well, guess what? Kids have the most time if we learn to invest early. That's why I created the Cash Kid Podcast, where I teach kids and some adults financial skills they need to know on how to earn, save, and invest their money. Join me on this journey as we interview experts and explore topics that allow you to grow your money as kids. This podcast will help you become the money expert among your family and friends. Just remember... Anyone can be a cash kid. You just have to learn how to become one. Get ready to grow your financial knowledge and your wallet with the Cash Kid Podcast.